Charles Marshall helped gain recognition for the oral tradition by performing the repertoire that Marius Barbeau had assembled. Marshall contributed to Barbeau's efforts, and from 1922 to 1926, he made many solo recordings for Edison, Columbia in New York, and the Star Studio in Montreal. Now, Marshall helped bring French-Canadian songs into the cause of La Bonne Chanson. Marshall was an office holder, a baritone, a folklorist, journalist, and artistic director. The Troubadour of Gatineau. Welcome to Dead Wax 78s. I'm your host, Sean, and you know, the podcast where we're going to talk about old-timey music. And today we're going to talk about old-timey French-Canadian music. He was educated and attended the Collège de l'Assomption from 1902 to 1906, and then completed his classical studies at Le Collège Bourgeois in Rigaud, prior to settling in Hull, Quebec in 1910 as a federal civil servant with the Federal Department of the Interior. It was through this position, which he would later leave around 1918 to devote himself to singing and folklore, that he met Fortunat Champagne, who would become his colleague. Captivated by French song, he studied voice in Montreal with Jean Ribis and Max Pantelief, and he made an unheralded debut in Ottawa with his first public appearance in 1910 as a member of a cast of the play Fleur d'Ajon by Theodore Bottrell, who was also a popular entertainer in French Canada at the time. Now, wearing a sailor's costume that he designed himself, and to his surprise, the debut was a success. Next, he used his baritone voice for the benefit of parish charities, performing without pay at various events. His repertoire showed some similarities to that of Bottrell, who highlighted rustic and Catholic Breton songs, but it gradually came to reflect the concrete realities of French-Canadian life. In 1915, he began working with Oscar O'Brien, who would arrange some 150 pieces for him, and with Maurice Morissette, who would write some of his songs. Marchand made his professional debut in Montreal on the 12th of March 1919 at the Salle La Fontaine, and that led to several engagements in the Ottawa area, mainly benefit performances. With the same repertoire, he made his Montreal debut in March 1919, and then shortly afterwards, he was entranced by Lorraine Wyman's performance of French-Canadian folk songs at the Veillée du Bon Temps. He decided to concentrate on Canadian folk music. In his first recital, May 1920 at the Monument National was a brilliant success. Here's side one, 
La Balle chez Bull, 1924. Les chansons du carillon canadien de Charles Marchand. Le Balle chez Boulet, refrain du bon vieux temps, recueilli au lac Sainte-Marie, région de la Gatineau. Les vêpres, il y aura un balché bouillé, mais il n'y aura personne que ceux qui savent danser. Bon tendant de l'idée, bon tendant de l'idée. Mais il n'y aura personne que ceux qui savent danser. J'osé bien comme les autres, vous du si tout y aller. Bon tendant de l'idée, bon tendant de l'idée. J'osé bien comme les autres, vous du si tout y aller. Non lui dit sa maîtresse, il rentre en train de frapper. Bon tendant de l'idée, bon tendant de l'idée. Non lui dit sa maîtresse. Abandoning the security of a career as a civil servant, Marchand settled in Montreal. He renewed his association with Oscar O'Brien, who had accompanied him as early as 1915, and with the poet Maurice Morissette, O'Brien also wrote for Marchand some original songs in the popular style. Marchand gave his first important performance in May of the following year when he was accompanied by harmonica players and fiddlers in traditional costume. The event took place at the Monument National in Montreal, the city to which he had recently moved. He is said to have studied singing there, like I said, with Jean Rides and Max Pantelieff and Alexander Deragon. In an article on Marchand in the Saint-Jérôme paper, L'Action Musicale, the Literary de Artistique, on the 14th of May 1932, it would emphasize of his timber and his warmth in communicating. These gifts, along with his raftsman costume and his ceinture fléchée he wore when he performed his rousing songs, would make Marchand an emblem of French Canada to this day. In 1922, Marchand founded a vocal quartet. 
Le Carillon Canadien, which became the basis of the movement dedicated to promoting Canadian songs. A monthly publication, Le Carillon, or The Voice of Song, was launched in 1926, but was absorbed soon by La Lire. During this period, Marchand performed throughout Quebec, in Ontario and elsewhere in Canada, in Franco-American centers in New England and in New York City. Here's side two, Le Pont de Longueuil, 1927. Notre gouvernement décide de faire un pont du Saint-Laurent Pour que les gens de Longueuil, quand ils viendront veiller Ils traversent le fleuve sans se mouiller les pieds Yoppe, yoppe, juste rivière, paraît qu'on sent en hier Yoppe, yoppe, juste rivière, paraît qu'on sent en pop Apprenant que cette fois, ça paraissait certain Chacun voulu que le pont pense sur son terrain ça fait des embêtements, car il y a tant de nos vacances. Et des embêtements comme ça, on n'a pas de cuit longtemps. Yoppe, yoppe, juste rivière, par un content en hier. Yoppe, yoppe, juste rivière, par un content en pauvre. Chacun sans qu'on le demande, qui a là son projet. Ce fut une avalanche, et bon, il en pleuvait. Il fut même suggéré. When he was put in charge of the music for the celebration of Ottawa's 60th anniversary of Confederation in 1927, Marchand joined the tenor Émile Boucher and basses Miville Bellot and Fortunat Champagne to perform the Bytown Troubadours, a vocal quartet which thereafter enjoyed considerable success. Pierre Gauthier prepared numerous folk song arrangements for the group. In 1927, 1928 and 1930, the quartet was on the program of the Canadian Folk Song and Handicraft Festival, which was held in those years mainly in the Chateau Frontenac at Quebec. This series of festivals was organized by Gibbon, 
who was the publicity director in Canada for the Canadian Pacific Railway. The company sponsored the event, which took place at various CPR hotels from 1927 to 1931. Marshaw took over part of the artistic direction of the festival in 1928, but in May 1927, Marshaw and his group were a hit at the first CPR festival in Quebec City. In the intervening years, he went to Europe. Now, his sudden death caused the 1930 festival to be postponed until October, at which time Lionel Donnet sang in Marchand's place. Shortly afterward, the quartet ceased to exist. Here's side three. Envoyons de l'Avent, Edison Disc, 1925. Quand on parle des chantiers, mes chers amis, tout le cœur gai, pour aller voir tous nos parents, mes chers amis, le cœur content. En voyant de l'avant nos gens, en voyant de l'avant, en voyant de l'avant nos gens, en voyant de l'avant. Pour aller voir tous nos parents, mes chers amis, le cœur content, mais qu'on arrive en Canada, il va falloir mouiller ça. Cette chanson, c'est Joe Blanchette, le joli garçon. 
Charles Marchand's career was short but brilliant. The first important advocate of French-Canadian song, he also was appreciated by English-speaking audience for whom he sang in translation by John Murray Gibbon. A man of high ideals, he had made it his objective to understand and to love the soul of man as revealed in his naive yet profound music. He could make his naturally harsh voice respond to the slightest nuance of expression and his lively features adapted themselves to the mood of the song, whether it was a gentle ballad, a trapper's simple lament, or a tongue-in-cheek commentary. Pionnier du disque folkloriste lists his recordings and those of Bytown Troubadours on the Columbia Brunswick Edison Diamond Victor and Star labels. Marchand helped bring French-Canadian song into the cause of La Bonne Chanson, which until then had consisted mainly of Bottrell's work. Charles Marchand, despite his very short life and career, was therefore entitled to honors and notoriety. He also knew how to realize his dream, to make known and spread the song of the soil. Many researchers, such as Marius Barbeau, owe him for having brought to the stage and in the front of all audience, eager for beautiful things, the fruit of his gathering. While some work in the shadow of an archive or a museum, others like Marchand came out in the open, but their passion for Quebec heritage and Quebec culture remains just as deep and just as true. Here's side four. Yupi Yupi sur la rivière with the troubadours de Bytown 1928. <laughs> Tu es trop 
Venons aux bananes, et dans ton lit couché, priant à l'autre il va voter, il va voter. Les gens de la campagne, des villes et des faubourgs, retirez-vous d'ici, car il fait bien toujours. J'attends pas qu'on me le dise pour la deuxième fois. Bonsoir, ma délivrance. Je file mon chemin, je m'en allais du tête, mon chapeau à la main. Yopé, yopé, sur la rivière, vous ne m'entendez guère. Yopé, yopé, sur la rivière, vous ne m'entendez pas. Yopé, yopé, sur la rivière, vous ne m'entendez guère. Yopé, yopé, sur la rivière, vous ne m'entendez pas. Despite too short a career, many journalists and columnists have left us a flattering portrait of Charles Marchand. They would say, Solid as an oak tree in his stocky stature, Charles Marchand had the pure heart of a child, always cheerful, even in dark hours. His smile was infectious. Nature of an artist He knew how to bend a naturally harsh voice to the slightest nuance of expression, and his energetic mask changed accordingly to his song. Whether it was sweet romance, a naive trapper's lament, or ironic commentary. Charles Francoeur, for his part in the Revue de Ferlalire, quotes an article by Oliver Morel, published in Le Droit which describes the character well. A mobile figure of bourbon with wrinkled eyelids, a voice in an unmixed diction, and gestures forehead, eyes, mouth, neck, hands, and feet. Then he understands the text to be rendered. The choice of means, in short, a superb French vaudevillian. Thanks for listening. Was a short one, but a good one. If you get a chance to pick up on any of these old French-Canadian tunes, they're actually pretty cool. This has been Dead Wax. I'm your host, Sean, and you know what? You know what I'm going to say next, right? I'll catch you on the flip side.